Good morning and welcome to School of Parenting on River Radio, the voice of the Thames Valley, with myself, Rachel Tyrrell, and I'm joined by Joe Keys, nutritionist, and we're going to be chatting today. Good morning, Joe. Morning. Lovely to have you back. Oh, it's great. And we're going to be chatting about how New Year intentions, I don't want to use the other R word, um, but all those things that we aspire uh, to do at the start of a new year. We're going to be talking about those and we're going to be hearing from Jo, who's going to share with us her um, method, Start By Not Stopping. So that sounds like a really interesting one. And what I'm excited about is the magic formula (laughs) that we're going to hear about. So looking forward to that. So Jo, you have been on the show before, but tell us a bit about you. Oh, well, well, thank you very much for having me on again. It is lovely to be back at River Radio. Um, so yeah, I'm Joe Keys from uh, Time to Nourish. That's my business, which I started about five or six years ago, having retrained at the College of Naturopathic Medicine to become a natural chef. Um, and although at the start of it, I thought I was going to be doing lots of chefing and catering, which I did to start with, um, my business developed and I realised that my passion actually was in teaching uh, other people how to cook. Uh, better and more healthily for them you know just creating simple meals at home that they can recreate um, and and learn how to uh, live a healthier life so you know my passion really is to uh, you know inspire and empower people uh, to better living and health through food really brilliant oh excellent so now this time of year um we know that lots of us lots of us go out and we do make let, let's let's say what it is new year resolutions say that we? big yeah, r word the new year resolutions and it's always the topic of conversation around about christmas new year isn't it oh have you got any new year resolutions so statistics um tell us and i'm guessing you're not surprised by this that 80% of us don't keep our new year resolutions. Is that a surprise to you? No, not in the slightest. <laughs> because I'm foul of that myself and certainly have been in the past. Um, and yeah, I mean, different people have different opinion about new year's resolutions. Um, I did go through a phase of going, well, you know, there's absolutely no point in, uh, you know, putting this expectation on ourselves at new year to um to change all our bad habits and become this new person um it's just a a pointless exercise but actually I think for some people and you know and I count myself in this nowadays um it is it's a good time to to review where you are and what you want to achieve and to set some goals because if we don't set ourselves goals and targets then you know nothing ever really changes does it Mm. Um, and we just carry on doing what we're doing and if if we're not happy with what the way we are or the what we're doing um and we'd have areas in our life that we would like to improve or change then you know new year is a good time to um to review that and, and make some changes. Why do we all the, why do, why do, not all of us, I guess some are more successful than others, mm. but why is there such a large percentage that come about just, you know, middle of January almost start to... To wane. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, it is, you know, around this time, isn't it? We're kind of, what, three weeks in probably. I think this is the third Monday. Uh, I think they call it the Blue Monday, mm. don't they? It was mm. called. Uh, I heard on the radio this morning. Um, it, and it, I think it's because, you know, we we set ourselves up these, these New Year's resolutions um, to revolutionise uh, our diet and lifestyle with the aim of getting fit and healthy or to lose the 
extra Christmas pounds or maybe even the lockdown pounds that have built up over the the last couple of years. You know, and we start off with great intentions um, and we think that, you know, this this is this is it. This is the this is the one I'm going to do it and it's going to and I'm going to be brilliant. And you're as good as gold for, uh, you know, two or three weeks. Mm. But actually, after a while, um, you know, we start to wane and it's about three weeks where we start to think, well, we've been so good. Mm. I think we deserve a treat kind of thing, you know, and, and our body is kind of craving that because mm. we want to get the the reward centres in our brain going. We feel, well, we have obviously been depriving ourselves. If we get to this point where we're starting to wane, we've obviously been depriving ourselves too mm. much and we're not getting that, those endorphins, um, you know, and those chemicals in the brain, the reward chemicals in the brain going. So we're looking for something to do that. And the first place that we go to is where we've been depriving ourselves. And if we have cut out all the chocolate and all the sugar and we've been going to the gym excessively, you know, in comparison to what we were doing before, then... You know, that's why we fall off the wagon because it's just not sustainable, that kind and, of and change. And the alcohol, because oh, obviously yeah. we've got dry January. So so you might yeah. be depriving yourself of yeah. loads of things then. Absolutely. And so your brain's actually saying, Yeah, what, this is too much at once or yeah. It's too much at once, um, and it, it, it's it, and, and that becomes unsustainable because mm. you are depriving yourself of all of those things. Mm. Um and you unless you replace that with something you know we're doing dry January um and we don't always do it but just felt that this year we wanted to um and so it's thinking of things to do uh instead of that um you know when it when it is that time whatever time that is for you you know five o'clock on a Friday or a Saturday or six Mm. o'clock you know it's it's either replacing that with something um you know and it doesn't necessarily have to be another drink um you know going and doing something we've been going to the cinema and things like that at that time mm. just to just to do something different so um, some things to kind of to enjoy you get through well if if you've got any questions for joe you can email rachel at river.radio or you can send us a tweet or message on instagram or facebook all at river radio live i mean some of the statistics i've got um the most popular resolutions are exercise more 59 percent I mean, wow that's yeah really that's high. really high yeah Eat healthier, 54%. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. We've got save money, 51%, and lose weight, 48%. So three out of those four are all to do with yeah, health. our health. Yeah, health-related. Um, is that for this year specifically, that, so or that is that just generally? St- that was a statistic, 2019 statistics. Yeah. Now, possibly lockdown will have had an influence think, on yeah, that I, I think reckon. when we went I, I did hear I remember this time last January when we went back into a lockdown mm. it was like well I'm not doing dry January I've got to do homeschooling <laughs> absolutely <laughs> I'm not a saint no um so possibly that's why this yeah. year people have said oh no I'm definitely you know yeah. lots of people said I'm definitely doing doing dry January and and just you know that health related is is always top of the list um because I think it's it's that uh period of excess um which seems to start earlier and earlier and yes. earlier um you know, actually, you know, sort of Advent is supposed to be traditionally, so the run up to Christmas yes. is traditionally a fasting uh, oh. period. Um, that's I what didn't Ad- know that. No, okay. I only learned that this year myself. Um, 
and then so uh, it's a bit like Lent, you know, it's the, oh, the run up to to okay. the festival was a fasting period. Now that is not widely publicised. No, it's not. By the people that make the mince pies. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then so the, you know, so the, uh, so the excess over the Christmas period, which actually is only a couple of days, yes, really. Yes, yes, um, yeah. But what's happened, you know, in our society now, in modern society, is that the, the Christmas period starts at the beginning of December, you know, all the, yeah. all the parties and, um, you know, let's not, get in early. It's even, not earlier. Yeah, it just gets earlier I mean, and earlier. I the decorations and all the stuff in the shop seems to start at, mm. when school goes back mm. in September. I don't yeah. know if that's just in certain garden centres or department stores, but you kind of start seeing things going up. Definitely. And then obviously all the things in, I know because my husband always goes out and buys mince pies as soon as exactly. they're in the shops. And I'm like, seriously, yeah. this yeah. is really early. If we start yeah. eating mince pies and brandy butter now, yeah, we have no hope. Well, that's it. And that's the problem. So what's, you know, which is why a lot of the news resolutions are health related yeah. is because we have had this buildup of excess it's like weeks um, and, and weeks. treats yeah, over the Christmas period. So inevitably people by January are going okay enough is enough yeah um, but like you say it happens earlier and earlier but there's easter eggs in the shop already now is there yes oh, yeah. that's it's yeah it's ridiculous out go the crackers in come their cream eggs yeah or <laughs> the mince that, pies it's out absolutely mince pies. ridiculous yeah so so many yeah so three and actually I'm just looking at for 2020 and also 2021 so mm. so generally um yeah, they're all health, health, weight, improved diet, lose weight, um, which really, if we've been indulging for um, weeks. six weeks, four <laughs> weeks, um, you know, we, we, we definitely need to do that, don't we? So um, it's, it's all, I mean, a lot of it, we say, do we have enough willpower? But you mentioned earlier, mm. it, it's not just about willpower. It's, it's about we're human yeah. and to to then suddenly go into what a period of where we're going to say no sugar no this no alcohol is yeah. it's just not realistic is it it's not realistic and it's not sustainable and if you are trying to to really prioritize your health uh, in 2022 and i i emphasize the word health because mm. If, you, if it is your health you're looking at and you're not trying to get a quick fix to lose a couple of pounds um, and you want something that is sustainable and long term, you need to approach it in a different manner um, so that you are changing your habits or whatever it is you're doing that you want to change in a much more sustainable, slower, step-by-step -step fashion, really. Because otherwise, you you know, you, you won't be able to continue it. Mm. Um and, and your body will be craving things and you will make it much more difficult for yourself. It doesn't have to be difficult. It isn't rocket science, but you just need to do it in yeah. the right way and not, or not look for the quick fix. And I mean, there's also at this time of year as well, there's a, there's a, I don't know much about it. I'm not sure if you do, Joe, but there's the whole different approach that... Um, uh, it's all to do with the time of the year and the mm -hmm. yeah. um, is it the soul I, I, I want I don't know enough about it but it's uh, and, and a lot of the thought on that is actually in in January is a time where we should be we it's okay to be slow yeah. and we should be nurturing ourselves yeah. and sort of staying I mean eating healthily in that but not sort of going out on these right that's it I'm going to get join the gym and do you yeah. know whatever and go sort of gung-ho that actually it is a time for people that are listening that are sort of kind of into that yeah. aspect 
of um it is and it's it's working with the seasons effectively um you know and and there is uh sort of evidence that you know the energies and and mm. around the moon and and the solstice and and the seasons generally um affect us you know yeah. the energies affect us um and yes yeah, sort of january time is is a time when we should be hunkering down a little bit yes, more yeah. you know and and also from a from a eating perspective you know if you if you're going to go gung ho on the um on the, the cutting back on everything you're eating a lot of people go oh well I'll go on a, a detox smoothie diet or I'll you know if if we're gonna cut out stuff oh well we need to be eating salads if we're going on diet um uh, which at this it's time not of the nurturing year, is it's it not, it's not <laughs> what your winter. body needs and it's not going to keep you warm and um give your body what it is craving at this time of the year in in especially when it's cold which it is here yeah. in the UK at the moment um so yeah it's just tuning into those things so we want to be looking at things like more like soups and yes. you know the seasonal ingredients uh, lend themselves to that sort of the root vegetables um and and the sort of apples and pears and things into into um stew into stewing them down as stewed yes. apples into crumbles and things like that which don't have to be a full of excessive sugar no, that, you know no. fruits and vegetables and um, especially root vegetables have a sweetness to them themselves so it's using them properly um you know and and giving your body what it needs uh, to get through the winter months because thinking about it if 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 you are a person who i guess is in tune with that or, or you want to be in tune to that, or naturally that's how our bodies are, mm. then actually depriving ourselves of all these things, uh, you know, from the 1st of January, it's no wonder we possibly have this blue Monday yeah. about now. Absolutely. we're really kind yeah. of, it's, it's a clash. You're fighting a against bit, A bit what, of a clash. Yeah. You're fighting against the nature of it, yeah. Exactly. Right. Well, we're going to talk about, let's have a quick song break. And then when we come back, let's, let's start uh, talk about this whole start by not stopping. Mm. So, um method that that you suggest or recommend so let's have a listen to ain't no mountain high enough hey. <laughs> think about that with marvin gay and uh tammy terrell more time across the thames valley this this is river radio Ooh. well now for some pop music try this
Welcome back to School of Parenting with myself, Rachel Tyrrell, and my guest today is Joe Keyes, nutritionist. Um, thank you, Joe, for coming back onto the show. Oh, it's a pleasure. So um, we have been um, just just having a, we've just had a quick chat about the New Year resolutions that we all kind of start out with these brilliant intentions in January. Um, if you've missed the first part of the show and you want to listen back, you can listen to us on podcast wherever you find your podcasts. Just search for School of Parenting on River Radio, and you can listen to us on your Apple app, Google app, Alexa, Play River Radio Live or through our website, river.radio. So we were chatting about some of the statistics, you know, 80% of us um, fail in our <laughs> New Year resolutions. Um, and, and also chatting about how basically three of the top resolutions are all to do with either losing weight, eating healthier, um, exercising more. So Mm -hmm. lots of them are are health related and just chatting about how that whole depriving ourselves suddenly going into from weeks and weeks of indulging into this deprivation can, can have an impact on us. Yeah, it's just, it's just not the the easiest way to do it. You know, it might get you a quick fix, but it's just not sustainable generally. And those statistics kind of back that up, really. And so you so this start by not stopping. Tell us what that is all about. Well, it's just a different way of approaching it, really. Um, and, you know, there's a, a few points under the kind of start by not stopping um, formula, if you want to put it like that. You know, first of all, it's time kind of look at what you're currently doing that is beneficial already and build on that. And that's really bringing some awareness to what you're currently doing. Um, mm. And there will be some beneficial things in there or some not so detrimental things, you know, right. we're, the, just look at the different meals that you have, for example, you know, which one is the most healthiest out of all of the all of the meals that you have? Maybe, you know, twice a week you have a breakfast, which you feel is really good that you really enjoy. Well, repeat that mm. for four times a week. You know, mm. that that's it's something you already do. You know, you like it. You know, it's fairly healthy for you. Just repeat that and again with from the exercise perspective you know what movement do you currently do do you go out for a walk once a week make it twice a week Mm. or you know um or just go a bit further Uh, it's just building on some of the things that you currently do to start with so not going gung-ho because I think that's probably why lots of us fail is we suddenly go into that right I'm going to do this seven days a week or um, and actually my guest who was on last week I did actually um, um, ask him about whether he was doing dry January and he said and, I, and I'd not heard it before. He said, no, but I'm doing a drier yeah, January. Absolutely. And I thought, what? yeah, what a brilliant yeah. 
concepts. Yeah. You're not going to go, okay, I'm totally not going to do anything for the whole month. I mean, I know that is the concept behind dry January, but I thought, okay, well, that's possibly a bit more realistic, isn't yeah, it? A drier. Uh, definitely. You know, and it doesn't work for everyone, um, you know, g- g- cutting it off completely. Um and Especially if you've maybe been drinking seven days a week in the lead up to Christmas, yeah. the parties, get yeah. together, meals definitely. out, definitely, um, So yeah, and and there is, you know, there's so many other options uh, on the market when it comes to to things like that um, to reduce the alcohol, um, if if that's the area that you're looking at. But the other the other couple of points um, on this stop by uh, start by not stopping is to think about um, things that you've done in the past that have worked for you. So is there a time when you been healthier Mm. um and and you've enjoyed it and you've uh, incorporated it into your routine previously um and it's been successful for you go back to something that you've done before that you know works for you you know maybe you've uh used to have smoothies in the morning and you've fallen out the habit well, you know you can do it because you've mm. done it before. So just maybe try adding that back in. Um, that's, you know, an idea that I know has worked for for others before. Um, you know, or maybe you used to go to bed earlier. I mean, sleep is such a massive, has mu- such a massive impact on all aspects of our health. You know, if, if you aren't getting enough sleep, then it will impact the amount that you can exercise or how you feel about doing exercise. It will also affect the food and drink choices that you make the following day. Um, So prioritising sleep time, bedtime um, and decent sleep is is massive. I think that one is fascinating actually Mm. with sleep because I would think... Or, you know, you kind of think, well, that's common sense, but actually it's not mm. common sense. And, and you know, I'm sure I'm not the only one. Often it, it would be that you're staying up late or you're watching something. And I suppose there's a few things I, you know, I can get into the habit. If I'm staying up late, I'm like, oh, I just watch one more episode. Yeah, that, those we, Netflix box sets yes, are a nightmare. Yes, of course we can binge watch <laughs> anything now, can't no, we? We never used to do that. And then, of course, then it's like, oh, well, dinner now was a couple of hours ago so I might get and the then snacks you snack out in. Or, or so yeah. that's probably not good I imagine for your quality of sleep Absolutely first of all not. if you're doing that beforehand mm-hmm. um so so straight away yeah. you're actually setting yourself up for not a great night's sleep Absolutely. because you know the peanuts come out or yeah. something and like that and you've eaten late and your body's trying to digest the food so you yeah. can't yeah so you can't sleep so and well and then of course you then don't have a great night's sleep mm-hmm. and then you're you've not had as much sleep because you've gone to bed late because uh-huh. you've binge watched the netflix <laughs> and then of course you get up and then have the extra caffeine yeah, now, of course, I'm you not describing my life. No, no. Are you, can we relate to this, Rachel? <laughs> I have a friend, <laughs> yes, an anonymous friend, who asked me to raise this issue. And, yeah, uh, but then you've got the caffeine, so then you, yeah. you know. Yeah, and, and, then it, and then also don't, I, I bet this might happen as well in your house because I know it happens in mine, <laughs> is that then, you know, you're rushing, you're tired and the kids, you know, you end up getting irritated with the kids because everything's running late and you're yep. all behind and then you start the day in a really stressful manner yes. and that sets you up for the rest of the day. Yeah. If you get a good night's sleep yeah. and you wake up, you know, uh, with a decent alarm, giving you plenty of time um, to do everything you've got to do in the morning if you've got kids and school runs and things like that and you start the day in a much more calm and relaxed manner, mm. the rest of the day is going to work out much yeah, better for you. Absolutely. And this whole... Um, um, 
my lovely yoga teacher Emily yes. um, has been telling us about the, the the and I think we have spoken about it actually when we've we've had you on before but the whole also the when you're going to sleep and you're preparing for the evening the mm. sleep hygiene is it called where oh yes you you start dimming the lights mm-hmm. turning the lights down so obviously I'm not you know we know the whole thing with screens yeah um you know not looking at your screens but just but you know that whole um turning your lights down and not That's having right. all the bright lights and just the whole preparation as well. Yeah, and this is going back to um, sort of how we used to back in, you know, sort of caveman days almost, you know, getting back into your body's circadian rhythm. We, you know, our bodies work on a a 24-hour cycle and it was always... um, it's sort of triggered by daylight and, and night time. Yes. So um, our body chemicals, our serotonin and melatonin that help us go Absolutely. to sleep is triggered by the dimming, by, by you know, less light. Yes. Um, but obviously in our day and age, um, the lights are all on, screens are on, and this is keeping us, keeping the cortisol in our body higher, which stops us being able to go to sleep. Yes. Cortisol we need, it's a stress hormone, but in terms of sleep... It is triggered in the morning by daylight. Yes. So, um, you know, to wake us up in the morning properly, um, we ideally need daylight. Obviously, with daylight saving and things like that, uh, you know, it's it's quite difficult yeah. sometimes. But, you know, it's getting understanding that light has a, a bit big impact on that. Yeah. Yeah. And sleep hygiene is is really important to, to make it easier for us to go to sleep and stay within our, our circadian rhythm, our natural rhythm. Absolutely. So that is going to have an effect on how we feel the next day yeah. and then that. whether we stick to those yeah. Um, yeah. goals. Let's call them goals. Yeah. <laughs> and the last point in the sort of start by not stopping is is to, instead of cutting things out and, and um, you know, and this relates back to what we were just saying about the dry January, it's swapping uh, to a better option um so you know if we if we go back to the alcohol there are so many things on the market now that you can uh c- can purchase which are either low alcohol or alcohol free sort mm. of um, botanicals which are very much like gin um which you can use with tonic or just have tonic um flavored uh t- tonic water or soda water um, there's lots of those on the market as well now so it's i also- put a garnish in my tonic water yeah so absolutely then it, i will put a slice of orange still yeah. in my tonic water so it feels like the yes. gin and tonic and, but without the gin and if you put it in your gin glass as well then, yes then you're yeah. really tricking your brain and, yeah. and and you won't notice it yeah half as much um and once you've you know had that first drink that is not a drink it, it makes um makes a big difference um so you know and things like swapping the your snacking so uh if you like to eat a lot of chocolate maybe more the unhealthy chocolates or you're still eating up the Christmas celebrations or quality streets. Yes, yeah. it, it's getting rid of those and swapping mm. those for something like a um, a small rice cake with dark chocolate on it um, or even uh, go to a dried fruit, maybe half a date, half a large date with a um, Brazil nut in it or something like that. So it's just making swaps instead of cutting everything out olives i've tried uh, oh. are great because i love crisps oh uh, okay yeah and if you're a savory girl <laughs> yes or peanuts and the so the salted peanuts can come out all the crisps it's always dangerous if there's crisps in the cupboard mm-hmm. um because i can't stop at one pack because they're so tiny <laughs> <laughs> yeah and 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 again it goes back to if you're sitting there of an evening and mm-hmm. you're watching tv and that you know you've you've numbed out a bit it's That's just it. you 
you kind of almost grab that extra packet of crisps without realizing about that you've it done it or wanting to actually think about doing it um yeah so i found olives uh, yeah. are good because yeah. um nice okay and, you, and the thing with olives is that you 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 don't eat too many of them no that that's the thing yeah. because they're, they're quite high in fat but it's all very good fats because it's olive oils um but it's one of those things that you you you're not going to eat in excess of which is unlike crisps, which are just yeah, built you're not for excess. Tubs, tub, tubs of olives. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Um, so, what what small steps can we take today, right now, that will help? Then, so you know, let's just imagine we haven't actually. Um, I mean, obviously, if, you, if people go to the gym, that's brilliant, and if yeah. they've got a gym membership. But definitely, but uh, I, I can, you know, speaking on for myself, I, I know that going out and doing that at the start of a year is probably not the best best thing to do to go out and make that investment but to actually yeah. look at then some things I could do perhaps without doing that yeah I mean gym memberships is another one of those statistics that you, you hear about you know yeah. their their memberships yeah. go through the roof in January yes. but by yeah. April by Easter they've all given up and yeah you know the gyms are full and then they're not <laughs> um so yeah so there are really small steps that you can take today that will help um, and move you slowly step by step into the direction of, of better health and a better lifestyle so go for a walk everybody can do that mm, just step absolutely. out doesn't matter how far you go it's getting out and it's not just the 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 exercise it's just general body movement mm. getting out fresh air which will also help you sleep um drink more water everyone can do that um and as we were just talking about making a swap so you know swapping one of those uh, habits that you know that you want to make more healthily find something to swap that to which would be a healthier option go to bed earlier that we've already talked about is something that everybody can do mm. um and it will make a huge difference um as we've already discussed you know eat um only eat when you're sat down oh yeah because we don't uh, register sometimes what and how much we're eating if we're just kind of grabbing as we go along, yeah. you know, if we're preparing the kids dinner, you mm. know, you've eaten half the din half of their dinner before or clearing up their dinner, you've yeah. eaten half their dinner before you've realised it um, or whatever it is you're I making. Think the biscuits your... are the one. We've got a, we do oh, have yeah. a snack drawer at home. So uh -huh. it's opening the snack mm. drawer, grabbing the biscuits. And as you say, before you've even sat down, uh -huh. it's I gone. just grab the biscuits. Yeah. Because if I'm grabbing it and maybe moving at the same time, it's not as bad. <laughs> We just we about. don't even register that we're doing it no. half the time. Yeah, um, you know, and those that I mean that's another a, a great sort of um, trick is to if you have a snack cupboard or a biscuit barrel, yes. move it, put it somewhere else. Um, because you are conditioned, you know where that is, and you know often like you at know, the end of the garden of in the shed or something. <laughs> yes, that would be marvellous. <laughs> um, but sort of making a cup of tea, you know, you're making a cup of tea. You're waiting for the kettle to boil, maybe unless you've got one of those cooker um, uh, taps. Yes, I yes. think I need one of those. Um, and you're waiting. You're just stood there, but sort of by the kettle. And guess yeah. what's right next to all the tea and coffee making stuff is your barrel of biscuits. Yes. And so often people are just, oh, you know, before they realise it's just a habit that they they don't, yeah. they're not hungry. They don't really need a snack. It's just there, and it's just yeah. a habit. So if you 
say to yourself, I'm not allowed to put anything into my mouth unless I'm actually sat down. That's, you are then great one, yeah. really triggering uh, your your awareness of what you're doing. And we can't change things until we become aware of what we're doing and taking responsibility. It's making for it, it a lot more conscious, isn't it? Totally. It's that choice. You're pulling yeah. out of chair, you're sitting down, you're going, right, I'm mm. going to eat this biscuit yeah. now. <laughs> That's it. Do I want to go and get a carrot instead? <laughs> Maybe put well, a tub of carrots next to you tea and exactly, coffee or something. Exactly. Might and just give it a miss altogether. I might just go, you know what? The tea and coffee is fine. Yeah. And um and lastly, you know, another sort of trick similar to that one about moving your, your snack or your biscuit barrels, um, is cleaning your teeth after you've eaten. Ooh. To, especially this is a good one of, of an evening because mm. I know a lot of people I mean you mentioned it earlier is the snacking Absolutely. into the evening um, so as long as you've had what you've decided that you were going to have for your dinner and including a dessert if if that's you know what's within your schedule um, and your eating plan then clean your teeth okay and stop that stops you eating later on in the evening because you've already cleaned your teeth that mint that the the mintiness um in your mouth will really take away that sugar crave that often comes of an evening or after Ah, dinner yeah it's a really good one okay well i might try that bring the toothbrush and the toothpaste (laughs) downstairs put it next to the coffee in the (laughs) oh excellent okay well um let's have a let's have another song break and then when we come back let's talk about the magic formula for long-term success we've gone over lots of um lots of tips there so let's talk about that when we come back and find out what this magic formula is and also um what things you've actually how you can actually help people if they want to do some more uh more work with you joe so we've got um feeling good with michael buble windsor Windsor. ascot Ascot. maidenhead Maidenhead. bracknell Bracknell. wokingham henley Reading. reading okay the voice river radio of the thames valley sun in the sky you know how i feel Breeze drifting on by You know how I feel It's a new dawn It's a new day It's a new life For me And I'm feeling Good Fish in the sea, you know how I feel River running free, you know how I feel Blossom on a tree, you know how I feel It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life for me And I'm feeling good Dragonfly out in the sun You know what I mean, don't you know? Butterflies all having fun You know what I mean 
sleep in peace when day is done That's what I mean And this old world is a new world And a bold world for me Sands of the pines, you know how I feel. Oh, freedom is mine, and I know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life. It's a new dawn, it's a new day, it's a new life. It's a new dawn. Welcome back to School of Parenting on River Radio, the voice of the Thames Valley, with myself, Rachel Tyrrell, and my guest this morning is Joe Keyes, nutritionist. Um, and time to nourish, isn't it? It is company. time to nourish. Yeah, mention that. No, it's all right. uh, time to nourish. So, um, if you have missed any of the show, you can listen again on podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Just search for School of Parenting River Radio, and you can listen to us anytime on your apps. Alexa, play River Radio Live or on our website, river.radio. So we've been chatting this morning about good old New Year resolutions, um, all the statistics, 80% of us uh, don't stick to them. And uh, we've been talking with Joe about all the possible reasons why. So we've been chatting about the whole start by not stopping. And I, d- I love that uh, concept because it is, it's kind of... Um, giving ourselves some recognition isn't it as mm. well for there are some obviously good things yeah that we're absolutely doing. everybody um, will have something exactly so you know we're not okay even though there has been the indulgence of christmas um even if that was total indulgence i'm sure before then we've been doing some kind of exercise and we know how to prepare healthy meals or make a green smoothie or that kind of thing so i love that idea about thinking about what you have been doing and then just increasing it yeah so like building on what you know exactly and then particularly with the sleep Um, and I think the thing I love there with the sleep is just um, when we were chatting about the benefit of sleep is also often I think we can get to night time and if we've had a busy day or the kids are finally in Mm. bed and the homework's done 
and you kind of want to sit down, unwind and put the TV on. And then mm-hmm. obviously, you know, we were chatting about all the snacks come out and it's a bit, a bit of a spiral. Um, but it's just remembering when you have had that good night's sleep, remembering how great you feel yeah. the next day. And I know for totally. myself sometimes I do have to say, oh, a few nights ago, you know, when I went to bed early and instead of looking at a screen, I read a book for a little bit and then I went into a nice calm sleep mm. and then had a really good solid sleep. It wasn't disturbed because my body wasn't digesting salted peanuts <laughs> or um, gin and tonics. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just remembering yeah. So just remembering yeah. how it's almost like visualising that feel to- good feeling. Absolutely. You know, and, and when you have had that good night's sleep, take a few minutes that morning to go, remember this. This mm. is good. This is important. It's obviously beneficial to me. Mm. Let's remember and capture this feeling for when yeah. I'm trying to stay up late. Yeah. Tomorrow night. <laughs> and I guess we can do that with all the, the you know, the good mm. habits mm. is then remembering after that walk. How do we feel yeah. after that walk? After the, you know, the uh, healthy breakfast um, yeah. instead of the waffle with, um, now I know you make your own waffles. Uh, yeah, Joe, you can have healthy but waffles. But for those, those of us that don't make our own waffles, laden with maple syrup, you know, there's a difference, isn't there? Yeah. You feel differently about it. So it's remembering, You do, I guess, you do because things. you know you're doing something good for yourself and that makes us feel better mm. generally. Mm. Um, yeah, mm. I mean, I know for myself, you know, I go to a Pilates class on a Monday evening um, and I'm not very good at doing things in the evening mm. But it and, and I'm often tired on a Monday evening and I always think, oh, maybe I can't be bothered. But then I do, I remember, I know when I walk out of there, I feel so much better. Yeah. And, and that's the only thing that makes me go sometimes. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. capturing that feeling. Yeah, definitely. So is there a magic formula mm. for long-term success? How, how can we make sure that we're that 20%, well, that I was going to say that keep to our resolutions. I, th- I think we've recognised that they need to kind of be realistic as well. We yeah. need to not be so, um, yeah, gung-ho perhaps when we set those goals. But is there a magic formula? Well, I mean, I think you, you, you touched on a good point there is that f- f- if we're talking about resolutions, they need to be realistic for yes. you to be able to, to sustain them. Um, is there a magic formula? Uh, I hope I'm not going to disappoint people here and, and for them to say, for me to say, yes, and this is what you eat and this is the magic formula and this is what, how you exercise and that's going to work. Um, I'm afraid it doesn't kind of go like that. So the answer to the question, you know, is there a magic formula for long-term success? It's yes and no, um, if I'm honest, because, and the main reason for that is that everybody is different. Our bodies are different. Our lives are all different. Our goals and our expectations, you know, um, are, are all different. And, and also how we quantify our success when it comes to our health will be different for everyone. Um, So what works for one person may not work for another. So because of that, there isn't, uh, you know, a magic formula of what you should eat and how you should exercise. Um, But what I do feel is universal, um, and, and this is what I would call the magic formula, is consistency, preparation, planning and scheduling. Okay. You know, because this is what gets results really. Um, and this is what will change those habits, um, you know, from from less healthy habits into healthier habits. And that's not going from zero to hero with a, 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 a gung-ho New Year's resolution. This is, you know, a step-by-step realistic approach to changing your, your health and your habits really. 
Um, you know, and, and the first step of that is is becoming aware of what you currently do, um, which is, you know, a bit of this back to the start by not stopping sort of scenario. Um, because or by sitting down when you have that biscuit. Yeah, you're exactly. thinking about it, it. Stops you in your tracks. Yeah. That's right. Stops you in your tracks um, and, and makes you very much more aware of what you're doing, you know. And then you're also in a position to be identifying where you can make small, easy changes to your diet and lifestyle, which will be sustainable um, and will have a long term impact. Um, and, and all those little changes add up to big changes um, over time this you know there is no quick fix magic pill um, but just a magic formula so when I when I talk about planning we're talking about planning meals um, for the maybe the coming three days again don't go gung-ho with this don't Mm. try and um, plan three meals a day for the next seven to ten days because that again is not realistic it it becomes an arduous task for a start and actually you will find that um, actually what's the food that's available is is it's very difficult to 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 keep to a very strict uh, long term uh, meal plan so the better idea is to start by just doing three days at a time see what food you've got left then again for the next three days um, is is a good place to start you know and and also with your exercise you know plan your exercise um, and that means not just going yeah okay I'm gonna I'm gonna walk three days this week but actually thinking a little bit more carefully about that so if I'm going to walk three days a week um what are the routes I'm going to take or if I'm going to do a YouTube video actually choose the YouTube videos there and then so you know in advance what you're going to be doing I like Um, that so you could actually write it down in your diary or your planner absolutely have it so you know exactly where to go yep and yeah because once your brain has been told that it will do it almost automatically your your need for willpower and motivation is much more reduced uh, because your brain has already uh, decided it's going to do that and and you will just follow suit Um, and when it comes to planning your meals um, learning how to build your plate um, and keep it balanced so uh, focusing on sort of protein first whether that comes from animal sources or vegetable sources uh, plant-based sources you know build your your plate around your protein um, and including sort of half of your plate to be vegetables um, and those should also include uh, leafy greeny vegetables and that doesn't necessarily mean a salad you you know, you can have leafy greens in the form of spinach or kale that is is cooked as well. Um, as we were talking about, warming foods at this time of the year are really nurturing. Um, and choosing your 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 carbohydrates um, from sort of whole grains and starchy vegetables. Um, and, and that should only be a quarter of your plate. So looking at your portion size and the way that you build your plate and thinking about that as well when you're planning your meals. And then preparing, preparation. Um, that's about uh, planning your meals is one thing, but actually getting them prepared ahead of time makes it even easier. So planning in time to prepare and scheduling that time to maybe do some batch cooking or um, portioning cooking and portioning up food for lunches for the week um, or make ahead breakfasts for the week is a really great way of keeping you on track. And then the scheduling, this is about um, scheduling your day and your time um, to include the things that you want to do. So this can be 
going to bed at the right time? When are you going to exercise? So you, you don't only decide what you're going to do, but you schedule in when you're going to do it. And within that, scheduling in the time that you're going to spend planning and preparing your food. So once you've got all those things scheduled, um, it will just happen. Mm. Um, And you can also see then and be realistic about what you actually have time to do, because I think we often don't realise quite how much we try to pack into one day. Well, that's I've literally jotted that down. As you're <laughs> yeah, talking. I saw you scribbling I, there. I put realistic yeah. because I think the planning is it's so key because I, I know when I started doing that myself, mm. I then instead of sort of, you know, um, feeling as if you're failing and not achieving all these yeah. things. Yeah, um, it, it does it means you have a more realistic approach because then you can actually see how many hours are left in your day when you've done all of the things that you've done and you've gone well actually there's no way I could possibly do seven days of exercise it is not realistic I can maybe do three or four or um you know a daily walk but a much smaller walk or something Mm -hmm. like that so I think definitely the the planning helps because from the perspective of you're not beating yourself up going oh I haven't done it or I failed or whatever well of course you haven't done it because actually you've got you know um whatever however many hours of stuff that already happens that we don't take account Mm. for totally um, it's you know you're going to set yourself up for failure aren't you that's it and and it's also about prioritizing things um if you've made a commitment for example for me for me for many years I have um, been trying to incorporate walking more into my daily routine Mm. and all of my friends now have a dog and they say that's <laughs> yes. the only way yes. you're going to do it joe and i am like i do not want a dog i am never going to get a dog well then you're never really going to prioritize the walking are you um so actually and they're absolutely right there needs to be a reason sometimes yes. to, to make things a priority so for me this year i've um with uh, a business group I'm part of, which I think you're part of as well, uh, Rachel. Yes, yeah, yes. we are Sabona. In fact, you're doing this challenge as well, aren't you? I yes, am, and, it, and in fact, we're going to be talking about it in a few weeks' time. Oh, fabulous. But absolutely mention it now. Oh, I'm going to mention it yeah, now. Yeah, go on. So, um, yeah, we're both part of a, um, a business group uh, for entrepreneurial women um, who run their own businesses called We Are Tobono. Mm. Um, and one of the ladies in the group, or one of the founders, actually, of the group suggested that maybe some of us would like to join a challenge for charity to walk a thousand miles in 2022 um so this is the way that i decided i was going to prioritize um walking in my life um and it's been amazing because i have a reason now to go and have a walk Um, absolutely you know and and it's finding those priorities and reasons really um which help you schedule that time and make those a priority and the only thing I'm losing out on you know the time that I would be walking I would probably be maybe spending less time on social media which is not a bad thing we don't realize how much time we do actually waste doing that absolutely and and um you've got you've got here I'm I'm probably jumping ahead oh I'm sure (laughs) this was your last point you were going to share but the whole um keeping you accountable yeah oh so that's exactly for that group that's what it is by doing a challenge we are keeping each other you know accountable Mm. I know I certainly would not have walked the miles I've walked so far Mm. this year if I hadn't signed no. up to do that challenge. No. Absolutely not. hundred percent. Um, you know, and you've got a dog. Yes. Two. <laughs> two dogs. Um, so they yeah. need walking every day. So yeah. Yes. So for me, um, 
yeah, I, I, it's, it's been amazing to, to actually sit and think about, okay, so how much time is that? And I did actually have a little bit of a panic up after I signed up and went and did the maths and worked out that I needed to average about 20 miles a week. Yes. Which yeah. for me, I was like, oh my goodness, that's an awful lot of yeah. walking. Because I do yeah. a lot of exercise anyway, but to actually add that in as well, time And also wise, if you've been thinking in, if you've been walking in kilometres, yes. it's a real shock I know. when you realise it's miles. Yeah, I, I, I it's to, A few times I've, I've done way more than that. Yeah, no, that was kilometres. It was kilometres. Yeah, no, I did also have that because I've always, you know, my runs and things, I've always tracked in kilometres and I was like, oh, it's fine. A thousand miles is actually sixteen hundred kilometers. I know. It's so quite I a did. Lot. When I realised that, I thought, mm, "Would I have signed up if I known it was?" I should have done the maths first. But no, I'm glad I have. Yes, you know, and absolutely. So Eighty-five miles a month is my aim. But I mean, that can be. You know, it's it's relative for everything with with the whole eating, isn't it? Have mm-hmm. your have your family sort of if you can. I, I know it is hard with with children, especially teenagers, um, with eating. But just getting others on board totally. to support you and um, yeah, uh, having accountability uh, when it comes to to doing things, to doing new things particularly, mm. and sticking with them is is really key. Um, and yeah, you can get your family on board. Um, or, or some kind of cheerleader, somebody to either do it with you or who is mm. going to support you as you go along. Um, I mean, I do this with some of my my one-to-one clients and just, just getting them to sort of have that accountability makes a huge difference because definitely. it becomes a priority for them. Yes, yeah, definitely. So um, what are some of, the, you've got some workshops coming up, haven't you? I have, yes. Tell yeah. us about those. Yeah, so part of my uh, work is also running sort of um, group uh, workshops um, based on sort of nutritional information, the nutritional science behind food um, and how you can convert that into delicious meals and to put on your plate Um, and so the workshops I have coming up are um, eating for your mind so this is all about um, what nutrients we need to help support our brain health um, and our our mental health mood it has a massive impact um, Mm. what we eat because there is a a great connection between um, a strong connection between our gut and our mind there's something called the gut brain axis which has um, a great influence on our mental health and the physical health of our brain as well needs to be supported and so it's talking about all the nutrients um, and understanding a bit of the science behind that and then how do we convert that into to delicious meals um so that's one is eating for your mind then we have that's in marlow on the 3rd of february um and then we have eating for your gut in march and eating for life so that will kind of round up the series of workshops we've been doing um around this in may time and the eating for your gut i mean because we don't Again, that's kind of an area that it's got, you know, it's it's become more people do talk mm-hmm. about it, but still there's not a huge understanding, is there, what that... No, there isn't a huge health. No, I mean, know. it's, it's, it is, I, I say relatively new. It's been being researched within the health, uh, uh, sort of, um, arena for, for many, many, many years, but we are learning so much more every kind of every year. Um, yeah. the science becomes more clear uh, because our bodies are, are so complicated. Um, and everybody is so different. I mean, I also have been uh, learning more about my own gut uh, recently, um, having some tests done to find out what's actually going on with my gut flora and the bacteria in my gut. And it's fascinating to find out ah. um, what's going on and how it impacts.
impacts my health. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it's it's influencing what I now eat and how I will. You know, I, the, the, I'm thinking of the extent is the little drinks that you see yeah. in the supermarkets. Prebiotics, and you go, probiotics. I mean, I bought them, they're, you know, they're in the fridge and you just go, well, yes, because they're for gut health. Have one of these for gut health. Don't yeah. really, you know, understand, understand why. Yeah, so, our, you know, our gut is, is full of trillions of uh, little bacteria. You know, uh, we, we have a symbiotic re- relationship with the bacteria that live within us and on us, you know, on our skin as well. Um, and they help protect us um, from um, pathogens and things like that as well as um, creating and um, as we digest food they also digest some of the food that we Mm. don't digest very well sort of the fibres these are the prebiotics Um, and when they digest them they produce uh, sort of byproducts which are beneficial to us so it's this symbiotic relationship um, and uh, so it you know they they create um, sort of nutrients that we need that we can't get from anywhere else so if we don't have those beneficial bacteria some of you know we might not be getting some of the nutrients that we need and if we're not feeding the good bacteria um, with good healthy uh, vegetable fibers um, and we're feeding the not so beneficial bacteria who generally like sugar funnily enough Ah, Um, and if they are thriving in our gut then we have a bit of an imbalance and it can really have an impact on our on our health you know um inflammation um and also as i just talked about the you know the brain health um and um, our mental health as well will be affected okay so it's so three workshops eating for your mind for your gut and then eating for life all coming up over the next few months and where can people go to find out more what's your website my web yeah my website is www.timetonourish.co.uk um i've also got instagram and facebook under similar names and i also have a free facebook group called the time to nourish tribe um where we get into some great conversations um about health and supporting people in all the things that they need to know about health and logistics and lifestyle and that's great because as you said that's a free free, group so people can go onto facebook and then follow you on there and you put loads of really useful info on there yeah time to nourish tribe that one is brilliant well thank you so much for coming along and chatting to us again welcome i love coming into river radio (laughs) oh good and i'll put those uh links onto our river radio facebook post as well um so much information that we've covered um which has been absolutely brilliant so hopefully we can all go away not beating ourselves up no but actually just being a bit more realistic keep Um, it simple keep it consistent play the long game that was my that would be my parting comment (laughs) love it well thank you so much joe thank Um, you so that's we've come to come to the end of our show now next week on school of parenting we've got emma kisby from face to face direct uh, which is a um, directory of local small businesses. We'll be talking to her. And also coming in uh, with Emma is Tara Christ Suthoff from Paddleboard Maidenhead. So we'll be chatting about that because people are out there still paddleboarding. Yeah, love paddleboarding, even this, in this weather. In mm. this weather. Well done. Um, but both Emma and Tara have been involved in Maidenhead Great Park as well, which... Um, 
we've had Debbie Walker on the show before talking about this beautiful space in Maidenhead that uh, we all want to see uh, saved and not built on. So listen in next week. Listen again on podcast if you missed anything with Joe Keys from Time to Nourish. Um, thank you so much, Joe, for your oh, time you. um, and everyone for listening. Have a great week. Windsor, Windsor. Ascot, Ascot, Maidenhead, Maidenhead. Bracknell, Bracknell, Wokingham, Wokingham. Henley, Henley, Reading. Reading. Okay. The voice. River Radio. Of the Thames Valley.